Christianity in many ways is uh, centered in uh, relationships. We're a very relational religion and it starts with how we understand God. And then this Trinity Sunday, we, uh, we connect in a special way because we, uh, we believe in God who's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three persons, one divine nature, dwelling in perfect unity and harmony. And I heard one person one time say that, uh, you know, love always goes outside of itself. It extends itself. And that's really says a lot about our God because uh, God is love. And Jesus came into our world, walked the face of the earth, really to show us the way to life and through his gospel message, he, uh, he brought the truths of the kingdom of God, ultimately the message of salvation. And it was really God's way of showing his solidarity, his compassion with the human race. And then last weekend we celebrated Pentecost Sunday, the Holy Spirit given to the, those early Christians, sending them forth and, and the church is born. And the Holy Spirit still comes upon us today. And our, our Lord really desired for us, because we are wired as Christians, as community relational people, to be in community centered around the Eucharist. And so as we, we gather as, a, a, as the church, it's always, around the, it's always around the altar. And Jesus knew that his disciples, if they were going to have a persevering faith, if they were gonna be able to witness to the gospel, they were gonna need nourishment and sustenance. And that's what the Eucharist is. When we, when we gather for mass and community, it's not that we know everyone's name, but uh, we know that we're not alone. And I don't think it was the Lord's desire that we, we try to go it alone, to go it solo. And it's very difficult to maintain a strong faith if you're just going it alone. And when we, when we gather, we gather in the, the Lord is here and the prayer of others in a way really provides a support, but most, most importantly, we're able to receive the Eucharist and it strengthens us. This day is also relational in the sense we, uh, we, we celebrate Father's Day. And uh, we know that a, a mother's love is very, very important, but a father's love is very important as well. And some of you here have been given the vocation of fatherhood. And there's, a, there's an image that Jesus uses used that uh, I think uh, connects well with, uh, with, with, with fathers and your vocation. And that is the Good Shepherd. Jesus says, I am the Good Shepherd. And a Good Shepherd lays down his life for the flock and that's what, what Jesus did. He did that all the way to the cross. He sacrificed it all out of love, really for, for us. And, and a father is called to sacrifice his life for his child, his children, his family, to give it his all, to have that sacrificial spirit that is rooted in a, really that divine love in our, in, our, in our faith. Jesus said, uh, uh, he also, sees the, the, the good shepherd, sees himself as a protector. And a, a good shepherd would watch over the flock because there were dangers. And, and in our world today, we, we all know that there, I mean, there are a lot of dangers out there. And uh, for a father, for a mother, to be that guardian, that protector of your children really reflects the heart of Jesus, the good shepherd. Jesus told a little parable one time about a lost sheep and the good shepherd would go and search for that lost one. And in the messiness of uh, family life, sometimes kids, grandkids, wander away. And sometimes can wander away into darkness. And those of us who are a little older, maybe there's a time in our life where we, we got off the path and wandered away. And hopefully our, our parents, they didn't give up on us, but rather had that, 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 that spirit of 
sacrificial love and maybe even went out and looked for us. So um, we all need that kind of love in our lives if we're going to make the journey well. And just yesterday I celebrated a baptism and there's a part in the baptismal liturgy where we ask the parents to make a, a, a promise to do all they can to hand on our faith. What a challenge that is. And for, for those of you who are dads here, never underestimate the impact that your faith witness can have. None of us are going to do it perfectly, but you really, you really don't have the power to infuse faith into your kids or grandkids. It's a supernatural gift. But what we can do is we can till the soil, we can water that seed, and then we allow God to do, do his work. But uh, what, what we're on for is, the, to, to the best of our ability, to witness our faith through our prayer, through our example, and through the gifts that God has given us. So for the dads here today, may God bless you as, as good shepherds for those you're called to, uh, to be in relation with. Sometimes on Father's Day, people will come up to me and say, uh, Happy Father's Day. And they're usually doing it a little bit of a joking way, but there's, you know, there's really some, some, some truth there. I'm, I'm, I really am a spiritual father. I'm not married. I don't have kids, but I'm a spiritual father for the flock I'm entrusted to, to care for. And I just recently celebrated 30 years as a priest. And I'll have to say, I'm really in the vocation that God intended for me. And it's a real blessing for me to be a, a shepherd for the people. And during my uh, five years here at uh, St. Patrick's, I've uh, really felt blessed to, to be that for, for all of you. And I'll have to say as a priest, what, what brings me the most life, I'll have to say like the, the sacraments and celebrating sacraments, because a priest is conformed and is in the image of Christ. And through that ministry, God works really to bring life. And I just mentioned the baptism I had yesterday. Yesterday I celebrated a wedding. So that couple coming together as a married couple in, in Christ, uh, being able to celebrate the sacrament of reconciliation. And uh, when a priest hears a confession, you're really on holy ground because people are really sharing from their soul something they're struggling with. And to be an instrument of Christ's forgiving grace, to be Christ for another, and to sense they're really experiencing freedom from guilt and shame and peace, it's, it's, a, it, it's really a rewarding experience. Oftentimes we're called to, uh, to confer the, the sacrament of anointing of the sick. People struggling with an illness or some other, uh, some other hardship. And Christ the healer comes through that sacrament. I would have to say that uh, what, what right at the center for me as a priest, in terms of what brings life, it's what we do here at the Eucharist. So our ministry is really, it's really centered in, in, in the Eucharist. And I'll have to say, I, uh, I love Sundays. I'm always a little bit drained at the end of the day, but it's uh, when, when people gather, uh, this is what the, all the, the preparation, and uh, you could be somewhere else. And this, we're, we're, we're the church. You know, we're blessed with two beautiful churches, the downtown church in here. But you know, you can have beautiful churches, but a dead parish. And so all of you, we're, 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 we're the church, the people of God. And it's such a privilege and an honor to celebrate the Eucharist and to be part of that nourishment of Christ becoming present to feed our souls, to strengthen us out there in this tough world as, as his witnesses. And uh, I, I love being there before Mass and after Mass and visiting with, with, with the people. You know, a priest is there with people when they're on the mountaintop and also when they are in deep, deep valleys and everything in between. 
And all the, all the issues of life, we don't have all the answers. And let me tell you, I'm, a, I'm, I'm very imperfect. Father Ganella is even a little bit more imperfect. So <laughs> just wanted to make sure he's listening over there. So uh, <laughs> he's a great guy. He did a great job when I was on, when I was on sabbatical. He's gonna, be a, he's gonna be a fine pastor someday. So, but, uh, you know, but we, we do the best we can to be good shepherds for the people. And that's, uh, you know, a priest grows a lot through his personal prayer life. But a diocesan priest is meant to be in the mix of the community and people with, with, with their lives. And uh, it can be very challenging sometimes, but it's very rewarding too, because you feel like it can really have an impact for good and for the Lord. So I mention all this because uh, most of you are aware, some of you might be brand new today, but are aware that uh, this is my last weekend at, at, at St. Patrick's. So I'm being transferred up to St. Bridget's in Loves Park, which is near Rockford. And I'm also becoming a vicar for clergy and religious in our diocese. And vicar for clergy, the word vicar means representative. And so I'll uh, be a representative for the bishop and, 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 and working with the priests of the diocese. So a big part of my role will be helping our, 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 our shepherds become even better shepherds and priests through continuing education, through working on assignments, and uh, you know, dealing with the inevitable issues that are, that are, are part of life and ministry. Uh, so please pray for me that I can be a, a good shepherd to the priests of our diocese, you know, who serve all of our, uh, all of our parishes. We've got a pretty good-sized diocese. But I, I just wanted to say that I've really, really enjoyed being a pastor here, and I'm very sad to be going. It would be sad if I wasn't sad, because we, uh, that probably didn't make, make a lot of sense, did it? So it's like, uh, I think you know what I mean there. You know, if you really invest, you're going you're gonna to grieve losses and so uh that you know that's where uh, you know i feel you know some of that grief but uh but your your new pastor is a wonderful guy he's a good friend of mine monsignor dan deutsch he, he's a he grew up in this parish he received all the sacraments here so he was he was born in this area he was baptized he celebrated his first mass at the downtown church so he's got a lot of family in there he's very happy to be coming coming back home and he's really one of our finest pastors so you'll be in You'll be in good hands. So please uh, greet him warmly, and uh, and I pray for that same greeting where I'm going to be going because it's always a little bit awkward when you come new to a parish because you don't know a whole lot of people, and you know where do you, how do you turn the lights off and you know where are the keys you know and I mean all those all those kind of practical things. So please welcome him warmly. You got a brand new priest here, uh, Father John Claydar, who, who you know he just got ordained, so he's very happy to be be assigned here, and. Uh, I wish you all of God's blessings that you continue to stay together strong as the people of God here at St. Patrick's. And I pray for me as I move on, you will be in my prayers. And I, I wanna close here with a, a few words from uh, one of my uh, heroes of, of, of the faith for me, and that would be Pope John Paul II, who's now St. John Paul II. But uh, back in the 2002, I had, I had a chance to meet him personally and I always admired his faith and his courage and his intellect. And in 2002, he was very declined. He had Parkinson's. He, he only lived two more years after that. And he, he just struggling with, the, uh, with, with aging. And uh, Monsignor Deutsch, he was on that trip and two other priests. We were able to be at one of his daily masses, which was an awesome experience. And right after the mass, we were able to, we were able to shake his hand. He gave all of us a rosary. 
And uh, it's a miracle that uh, I lose everything. I still have the rosary, so it's just, which is great. And, uh, but around that time, he was, he was giving a talk at a, a youth gathering in Switzerland, and he loved gathering with youth. He's the one who started World Youth Days. And he connected very well with young people. And in his prime, he was the best youth minister in the world. And at this large gathering in Switzerland, probably about 20,000 people there, young people, and he was sharing some reflections. And I wanted to share a line from what he shared with them, because I think it said a lot about him, his hope for them, about our faith, and about uh, what shepherds are meant to be about. He said, it's wonderful to give oneself for the cause of the kingdom of God until the very end. And when he said that, I, I really sensed he was, he was saying, you know, I'm gonna die with my work boots on. And he, and he really did. He taught all the way, even as he was dying, he was teaching the gospel through the way he was living his life. And uh, I pray that I can be that kind of shepherd who gives it all to the end uh, for the people and with uh, the spirit of the good shepherd. So please pray for me. You will be in my prayers. You bless my, my life. And uh, I pray that uh, your strength as his disciples out there in the world. He needs us to be his presence. So God bless you always.